night before Christmas, when all through the castle, my monsters were having a yuletide hassle. The tree was all trimmed in ghoulish things, like werewolf fangs and vampire wings. But they were up to no good. Didn't act like good monsters should. They found themselves a new prey. They planned to rob Santa's sleigh. And we are back. We're doing the first of our anime blogger Secret Santas. Yes. My first year. It's exciting. Or it was exciting, and then I watched it. Now people were decidedly less cruel and mean than I was. Yeah, I mean, you got at least two good choices, and one choice that people will oh, I people prob- vary on. I should probably know what my other choices were, huh? Your other choices were um, Black Lagoon and Steinsgate. And I wanted to watch both of those, actually. Um, but the choice I selected is Perfect Blue. Because uh, when I went to research these things, Perfect Blue was referred to as Hitchcockian, and that's just, you know, my magical key. So I chose Perfect Blue, which is uh, what, uh, made in 1997. A psychological thriller by Satoshi Kon. Satoshi Kon. I'm sorry, I... Slightly mispronounced his name. That definitely warranted a correction. It did. Based on the novel or manga? It says novel in the credits, so... That's what I saw, but uh, based on the novel Perfect Blue by... Yoshikazu... Takuchi? Takeuchi. Takeuchi. And it is basically following a former pop idol, Mima Kirigo, who's lead singer of Cham... Is it Cham? Chom? I think it's Cham. Cham. Who decides that she wants to move into acting, so she gives up her pop idoldom and moves into acting, and it's a little bit of a psychological thriller, what's real, what isn't real, surrounding that move and her fandom, and very like she has a little stalker thing. It's, it's an interesting movie that's... I have difficulty explaining because it can be complex. It's definitely a complex film, and it definitely has a lot of critiques of fandom within it and sort of yeah I saw that, that. culture there was, there was a commentary there there's a very clear commentary of, of sort of otaku and uh, wota culture that comes through heavily in this film and Khan has never been one to like that group of people and you know you see that kind of recurring in his films and I mean like obviously there's a bias there but like it's nothing that happened especially with like the pop idol culture or anything nothing that happened in the movie was something that I went like oh that's that doesn't happen like nothing there seems surprising to me no that's really really quite the, the, I the sad was, part I thought it was tame actually like, based on based on stereotypes no one was forced to shave their head in this film for dating a man or anything so I thought the only problem I kind of had with the movie was that it had a happy ending. And it didn't feel like it should have a happy ending. No, it, it, it definitely shouldn't have a happy, a best bittersweet. Mm, and it didn't feel bittersweet. It felt fairly positive. But in any case, um, so this was made when I graduated from high school. The more you know about Diego, remember this will be on the exam someday in our AGC trivia contest. How old is Diego? But who knows? Maybe I got delayed in school. Maybe I had to repeat, repeat third grade several times. We've mentioned your birthday in the Mobile Gundam podcast. Did we really? Yes. Well, that's fine then. But, um, 
No, so this was the... I picked this one. I didn't pick it because it was short, although that was a benefit. I actually... I was tempted to go with um, some, like, the series ones. But, like, I, I'm, I love Hitchcock. And this is definitely... Has really strong homages to it. Um, like, the main character, at times, starts losing touch with what's reality and what's not reality. And... You have that kind of thing. You have, like, there's a stalker. There's a plethora of, of red herrings. There's just all kinds of little red herrings about who's the bad guy in this movie. Is there even a bad guy? Is she the bad guy? And you watched this. How did you, like, you've watched this before. I've this. seen this several times. And watching it most recently, I, I want to say this is, a, this is probably a really great, discomforting thriller film. Definitely. And I think it does. The, what, what I really love is that as the viewer, you're never quite sure, or very often you're not quite sure, are you in a scene that she's filming as an actress? No, absolutely. Are you in reality? What is going on? Where are you? But that only makes sense because she doesn't seem to be very clear on that. Yeah, but the fact that the, fact that the film is able to make the audience just as confused as the character. Definitely. I think is fantastic. I think that's where this film shines and its use of misdirection in those ways and the, and the use of match cuts. Well, I think that's one of the things why I think I had mentioned this earlier and I definitely want to mention it within this, but like I was really happy that this was an animated film because they were able to do so much more than I feel like they could do with live action, including making you that confused. I think it would be more difficult to do that in a live action film. Not impossible. I've seen movies that have pulled it off, but in the way they did it, I don't think they can do it the same way. You'd have to change you have to change your scene a lot more often. A lot of times you're not sure is someone saying something, is is that on screen, is that off screen? Is that in the next scene? Right. You know, who is this person interacting with actually? Mm-hmm. The the movie was Anticipatable though, like if you if you are a student of Hitchcock and mysteries, as I am, like I was able to start picking apart like what was going on. It was one of the few where I really enjoy when mystery movies don't just like solve it at the end, and they're like, there was no way you could have figured it out. In this movie, I felt like you could figure it out. They left you clues. It's it's a followable mystery. If you want to... F- you can watch this film in two ways. You can watch it as you're solving it, or you can watch it with the with the main character and ha- as she's going through it. I like to solve things. But, um... So that was good, and that... And, like, there's a lot of... tendency in Hitchcock movies to make you think surreal or perhaps even supernatural things are happening when they're really not. And so, like, if you go in there to a movie with that state of mind, and you're like, well, I know this is based on this, then it may rob you a little of the mystery, but it, it becomes easier to cut through it and to analyze it. Well, I, I think this film is one that, to really get a good experience, you need to see it multiple times. Watching it three or four times, I think you... Yeah, I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah, definitely the film that holds up very well. So here's a question for you. Okay. You, you, had like, you had mentioned this movie, and you're like, yeah, I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. When I give you, when I shared my list with you, and I, I'm kind of curious, is this like a general thing? Like, is this just yet another weakness in my own like 
experience that I haven't even heard of this movie till now? Yes. I'd like to... In, in, in a word, yes. Anyone who's actually like listening, I'd like some commentary on that. Like, is, Was Perfect Blue just so heavily on like anime viewers' mem- like group memory? That- Satoshi Kon, um, even before his passing a few years ago, has been pretty... was always a big name of, as directors people who would, of people who we could follow. And I think since then, he's really taken on a sort of a, a level of status being, you know, now that we know what his entire about his entire career is. Right. But even before that, he he had, you'd have retrospectives at uh, the Lincoln Center, you'd ha- he'd be there every few years to do a, a series of his films, he'd give talks. Mm-hmm. So he was fairly well known in, in, you know, particularly anime community and then even in the, like, film community. So considering what you know, which is everything, yeah. about what I viewed within the, the anime foray, did you feel that, like, my choices were good contributions towards... The, was it leading me in a new way? Or was it just like, this is the stuff you like and you haven't seen this? Are you insane? I would say this in particular is something that everyone who likes movies mm-hmm. should see. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, we haven't covered that, was my initial reaction, and I disappointed myself. Okay. But going back to the movie, um, I liked the music. Um, some of the songs were actually pretty, very pretty. Um, the animation I really loved. I- I'm a fan of his style. And he is, I like his character design. It's, you can see you know, there's a bit of personality to everything going on there. I think my favorite part of the animation was the stalker. Like, her stalker... He's created in a way that just creeps you the fuck out, and like he has a different look when when he's close up versus when he's far away, and both of them are very disturbing. And I I, I really like that. I like you know you have to use your medium, and they used it very well. Mm-hmm. I I think the, the character of um oh why can't I remember me whatever his name is. The, the stalker, I think, it, you know, that, that creepy look that he, they do with him. Mm-hmm. He he can't fit in the world, and that's how you just you know. I, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's if he actually looks like that or that's a yeah. interpretation. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's the thing, I, and I can't say for sure ever. And I don't think you're supposed to be able to say if that's if people see him or if he actually appears. Did you notice how? Um... Like we have a main char- a main female character, mm-hmm. which who's at the center of everything, which is somewhat traditional in a Hitchcockian th- view. However, two things kind of branch out. One, she like she doesn't really use the help of any male character. She's she's on her own. Yeah, there's, there's no male lead or co-lead that's like, you know, well, she couldn't do anything if it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. And she has, you know, spoilers, a happy ending. Like, there's no question about whether it's good or bad, it's just, she did it on her own, and it's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's where, like, he, he homages Hitchcock, but he's willing to forge his own trail. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't read the novel, so I don't know... 
how much the novel and this, how similar they are at all. Sure. And I, I think that in every Satoshi Kon work, with the exception of like one of his manga series, it's always a female lead. And a lot of them are adaptations, but I think he had some say in what he was working with. And it is, you know, there's, there's really, there are a few backup male characters. I think, you know, one of the producers, the stalker. Oh, there's plenty of yeah. characters. But there's no characters that are supporting her. Like, um, just for, just to throw out a few, you have the birds. You have a female lead, but she cracks at the end. Like, she has a nervous breakdown. And as required, like, the male is required to kind of carry her through. You have, um, Rear Window, where you have a female co-lead... But really, it's Jimmy Stewart's movie, and he's the focus. And she has a movie. She has a happy ending. But really, it's kind of inferred that she's kind of bending. Like, she's giving up her things to, like, to to fit more in with Jimmy Stewart. Well, I don't think it's entirely in... in, No, I just... It's it's not. I'm just saying, I, I find it refreshing that he can do these things and mimic certain styles and tropes, I would say, without just being a clone. Yeah. This is definitely not a clone movie. Yeah, I don't quite, I don't quite entirely... I mean, I, there are Hitchcockian elements, but I think it takes the best of, you know, thrillers that he did and what came after that mm-hmm. and sort of makes, you know, the next step in that progression. Definitely. I, I, was, I was very pleased with this. Um, I... We'll say I was, again, like what we're going to talk about next, I was more pleased with your selection, but that was kind of a surprise. But I was pleased with this, almost enough that I, I'm kind of tempted to go track down to see if there's an English translation of the novel. I'm not sure. I know Paprika has one, but that's another film. Apparently, it, this is number 25 on Total Films, all-time animated films. I believe that. It, it, it tends to appear on our own, like, best animated film lists. Out of the films that I've loved best that we've done, this definitely folds into them. This was well worth a read, and the person who gave me this, am I supposed to, like, do names, or are they going to take care of that? Or? You don't know who gave this to you. Are you sure? I'm sure you don't know who gets it. It's a secret Santa. That's so weird. No, you're right. I don't know. I felt like... No, I know the name of the person who I gave to. No, yeah, yes. Okay. I knew I had a name. Yes, you have a name. <laughs> I'll be interested to see who it was. Not that I'll ever know who they are, because from what I understand, there's like a metric fuck ton of yes. participants in this. Yes, there are. So, I'm sure... I'm, I'm, I'm quite positive I'll have no idea. Unless by chance... I know it's not you. It's not me. <sighs> I had picks for you ready anyway. I cannot imagine they would be cruel enough to do that to us. <laughs> Chance exists. I'm pretty sure that that's where they're like, well, we're vetoing that one. I can bribe people. <laughs> I can always buy Al Mendes a saber figure to get what I want. Uh-huh. But no, I, 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 whoever, if you, whoever... Gave me this one. If you're listening, that was it was a good choice. I, I want to thank you for enlightening me to something that my co-host here is embarrassed he hadn't shown me yet. It's true. You've embarrassed him. Congratulations. I said it on Twitter when we, when we found <laughs> when we were talking about this. But no, it was it was a great movie. I I loved the Hitchcockian themes. I love thrillers. I love mysteries. And. 
animated features are growing on me. Yay! Not that I ever, not that I've ever hated them, but I've never, you know, being a standard Americanized bastard, I had never really taken too much into account of serious films. Well, you know, there's Frozen. If you take Olaf out of it. I haven't seen it yet. If you take Olaf out of it, it is a fucking dark movie. Is there a villain? In Frozen? Yes. Yes. There is a villain. Yes, there is a villain. And it's not like... The, yeah, because like, we're watching these trailers, and we're like, they're just showing the girl, and she's watch the bad. Watch the French trailer. Okay. Watch the French trailer for that. This goes for all of you who haven't seen it. Watch the French trailer, not the American one. Because I'm like, where's the evil queen or something? Where, where is the bad person? Because it's obvious that the girl who has magical ice powers is being trying... They're trying to make her look bad. But she's not, like, evil. So I'm like, who is the evil person? Or this is going to be a really boring movie. It's a fantastic, fantastic film. If you remove the snowman character. Yeah. That punches it down like a, like a, a rung or two in my book because of that one character. I didn't enjoy the, that character in the trailer at all. It didn't look like he was necessary aside from them being expected to have some sort of comic relief trope. You can almost tell like where they added scenes of him in. Really? Yeah. Was he something they added in afterwards? No, but they definitely added him after storyboarding. Okay. I would say they added him after storyboarding based on the way the film is laid out. Who's the voice for that? Um... He was the lead, or one of the leads in the Book of Mormon. Okay. The tubby, the tubby one who looks kind of like me. So no one I really know. He's also on the Daily Show occasionally. Oh. He, he was in that show 1600 Pen. If anyone watched that, I watched half an episode of it and, and, and abandoned it. No, but there's all, there's very few tubby people on the Daily Show. I think I know. Yeah. Tubby Jewish guy. Yeah. Okay. But all right. In any case. Thank you for my, my Secret Santa Christmas anime. Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Italian Christmas Donkey. La 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic The cutest little donkey, you never see him kick When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La la la, la 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 Bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the Mayor's Derby on top of Dominic's head. A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 la. la. Children 
sing and clap their hands and Domovich starts to dance. They talk Italian to him and he even understands. Kumbaras and Kumbaras do they dance a darandel. When Santa Nicola comes to town and brings Ujucharil, hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la la la. Uh, 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 uh,